Hi, and welcome to another episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Boafo. Thank you for joining us. In today's episode, we look at the interesting world of snakes and reptiles and what they eat. Our guest today is Dr. Brian Maritz from the Department of Biodiversity and Conservation Biology at the University of the Western Cape. He starts by telling us how important citizen science is. So citizen science is really important in my opinion. Most people in the public domain don't realize that they have the capacity to provide information into the scientific process and be part of that scientific process themselves if they choose to do so. We're also showing now that citizen science has the capacity to draw observations and experiments and sightings in that from far, far broader communities and uh, at far higher rates than ever before in, in, uh, compared to some traditional approaches to science. So I really do think that citizen science offers us some, some fantastic prospects for the future, particularly in, in fields like ecology. Over the years, Brian and other researchers have found that gathering such data was difficult, so they thought of an innovative way to get information. Gathering these kinds of data are really difficult, and the reason is that when a snake or a reptile is eating something, that event happens quite rarely and quite unpredictably. So it's really difficult to plan a project to go out and just record what snakes are eating. But a few years ago, myself and, and Robin and, and several other researchers in the, in the field had noticed how we were on our own Facebook feeds just seeing streams and streams of posts of people submitting photographs to Facebook or to different groups on Facebook and saying, hey, I saw this happen today. What is it? You know, what, what is the snake and what is it eating? And we realized then that if you could start cataloging those records that the average person was seeing, you would potentially have the power to detect uh, a large number of records. At the time, Brian and his wife, Robin, had no idea how many records there would be and how different they would be from what's already known. It turns out that because social media has so many users who have smartphones and cameras, they recorded over 1,000 records of snakes feeding, but more than 1,900 records of reptiles and amphibians eating something or being eaten. To do that over a five-year period is remarkable, considering it took nearly 100 years to do the equivalent amount of searching in the past. Why is it important to understand what snakes and reptiles eat? I think that understanding what snakes eat in particular, uh, more than reptiles in general, is really important for two main reasons. Uh, the first reason is, is related to the biology of organisms. And so I think that because all snakes are predators, all 3,800 species of, of snakes worldwide are predators, the biggest impact that snakes can have in ecosystems is through their roles as predators. In other words, the biggest impact that they can have on an ecosystem and control things like prey populations or impact um, uh, the ecosystem in any sort of way is going to be dictated by what they eat. And so if we don't understand what snakes are eating, we fail to understand how snakes are interacting with their environment. The second reason that it's uh, particularly important to understand what snakes eat is that for a, a group of snakes, some of them are, are particularly venomous, um, and that venomous bite or those, those venomous snakes are responsible for literally hundreds of thousands of, um, of snake bite incidents worldwide every single year. Scientists estimate that more than 100,000 people die from snake bite each year, and that up to 400,000 might be left might survive the bite, but might be left with um, debilitating scars and, and morbidities. Global snake bite crisis is a real issue. Scientists know that snake venoms evolve as a result of what the snakes are eating, and they evolve towards certain prey. The, the major findings from the paper are really threefold. The first is that in this, in this 
attempt to try and identify what snakes are eating or what reptiles and amphibians are eating. The first thing that we realized with the snake data is that compared to the literature, we are gathering individual records faster than they've ever been recorded in history. So throughout history, um, there have been a few periods where there were quite a lot of records recorded, but nothing that comes anywhere close to the rate at which we're recording records now. Uh, something around 200 records a year, as opposed to previously around 20 records a year that were being reported. The second major finding is the records that we're finding or that we're recording, we're able to identify those prey species to a far finer taxonomic resolution than some of the traditional methods used in the literature are able to do. And that's mostly because when people have studied snakes in the past, they've cut open um, museum specimens to look at what's inside the stomach. But of course, when that animal was inside the snake, it was being digested while that snake was still alive. And so often, many of the characteristics that you use to identify those prey items are digested away. Whereas we're getting photographs of the process happening and often able to see the characteristics of the prey items in those photographs. And then the last and probably most striking result was that the records that we were getting were surprisingly discordant with what was known in the literature. In other words, a, a surprising proportion of records that we were getting were completely new to science. They had never been recorded before. We know that this bias in how the resolution to which we can identify prey species is important, um, and it impacts how many prey species in the literature are actually identified to the level of species. Um, but we found that even at broad levels, so for example, has this order of prey item ever been uh, recorded in the diet before? We found that um, a full uh, quarter of all of our records were still new, even at the level of order. Can you tell us about the interesting things snakes eat? Snakes eat a, a, a huge range of things. You need to remember that globally, as I said, there's nearly 3,800 species of snakes and they're all predators. Um, and the, the kinds of diets that they have or the kinds of prey items that they eat include everything from um, their species in the US that specialize on only eating freshwater crayfish. Uh, there are species that only eat snails and slugs. There are some species that only eat centipedes. And then there's all these things that we're kind of used to, things that eat uh, rodents or frogs or, or other reptiles. Um, so really a huge diversity of prey items uh, are consumed by snakes in, in a global context and even in a southern African or African context. Some of the weirder things that we're starting to see uh, and previous research from our lab has shown is, is uh, trying to understand things like uh, cannibalism, why, why one species of snake might try to eat members of its own species. And we've had research that shows that African cobras um, are surprisingly cannibalistic and it, it, it seems as though that cannibalism is linked to male-male competition. In other words, if you don't want to compete with another male for a mate, you can just eat that male and then he goes away and you get a delicious meal to go with it. Brian and his team are seeing a diverse range of prey. The study also talks about other reptiles and amphibians being eaten or eaten and some of the more remarkable records they have include things like frogs eating small birds, which makes for some spectacular photography and viewing. Brian would like to acknowledge that the research this podcast is based on was the work of himself and Dr. Robin Maritz. Who knew that social media platforms like Facebook could play such an important role in helping us understand species better? Thanks for tuning into this episode, produced by Ozer Patel. From me, Godfrey Boffo. Bye for now.